Welcome in, everybody. College Football Connection here. Marty Jenkins alongside my man, Alvin Reeves. Sorry we couldn't be with you last week. Had a little one under the weather. She's good now, but the other one's sick now. It's going around, Alvin. Uh, well, you know, I've, I've been there, done that when they're that age. <laughs> you know, Marty, it just it'll run through your household. You know, you probably end up with it, too, for a little bit, oh, and man. then you just move on. All right. Rapid fire. Four things that happened last weekend as a quick recap. I want to know which one surprised you the most. Here we go. All right. Georgia smoking Tennessee, Notre Dame smoking Clemson, LSU beating Bama, or a depleted Sparty winning in Champaign? Well, I'll tell you what. One reason I had a pretty decent week was I I saw that Notre Dame thing coming. Not me. All right. And I was correct on that one. I was correct on Sparty. Mm-hmm. I was correct on both the, the, the um, unders. Mm-hmm. On both of those, which you're fifty-seven and forty-three. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did not. I took Oklahoma. I, I, I took Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. I did not see KU. Now I tell you what, when KU, we're bowl eligible, baby. Yeah, we is in you. Yeah. Now when when KU got the ball and just drove down the field and was running the football, first couple times they had the football, I said like, uh oh, mm-hmm. uh oh. So, um, but I was I really wasn't surprised. I did pick Alabama to cover, but. You know, I mean, I can't say I was surprised mm-hmm. because the the point spread wasn't that high. It was high enough, though, but I thought they would cover. Yeah. And I for damn sure didn't think they would get beat. That was the thing that, that kind of— I didn't either. Um, I didn't see that one coming. I thought Tennessee would put up more of a fight. That's the biggest surprise to me. I would tend to agree. I, I, I thought Georgia would beat them. I thought Georgia would cover. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a game until the fourth quarter. That yeah. game was over at halftime. I will say this, that scores do matter. And we said, are the score not indicative? And Georgia just whooped them at Georgia this and Georgia that. I said, like, hey, you know, Georgia didn't score that many points. 27-13. Yeah, you know, like, it isn't like. Tennessee's still good. Yeah. I I still, I, if I'm Georgia, I do not want to play Tennessee in a rematch. Right. Let's put it that way. Uh, I'm sorry. Quote, you, unquote, you, neutral site. You yeah. Know. You can say what you want to, but I don't think they want any part of that. Yeah, and Tennessee is still good. And uh, well, first before we jump into this, you're 57 and 43, outstanding numbers. I'm 57 and 49, uh, getting to the end of the season. Uh, bowl games be here before you know it, um, but our numbers are still great. Um, so let's let's dive right into this. You mentioned you know Tennessee. Um, let's see. I want to mention another team that's on the same boat as Tennessee that I think is in a great spot, especially if you want to put a futures bet on them right mm-hmm. now. That's the Oregon Ducks. They got that one, week one loss against Georgia. Right now, they're number six in the country um, in the new poll. Uh, this is opened at 11.5. Now it's at 13.5 in favor of the Ducks. UW comes to Eugene. 64.5 was the over-under. Now it's 72.5. It's jumped eight points. This is a team to watch, Alvin. Uh, their only loss was to Georgia. Good position to get in Final Four. They lost early. I think we're going to see lots of offense in this one. But an eight-point jump to 72-and-a-half, that scares me. I'm going the opposite way. Give me the under in this game. And I really like Oregon, but I just have a feeling, Alvin, we're going to see a sloppy affair here. I'm taking Washington, and Michael Penix has been a good quarterback there. Washington and the under, and I love the under. All right, I'm going to give the 13-and-a-half, but I'm taking the under also. I, I 72-half, that's too many points. Mm-hmm. And Washington yeah. is not god-awful. Mm-hmm. 
like, you know, they're not just going to be a sieve on defense. I don't see – I just don't see either team putting up 40 points. Right. And, you know, to to easily surpass 72-5, obviously that's 74 points. That's that's 37 apiece. That's a lot of points. So, so you're taking the under. I'm taking the under on the 72 uh, and a half, but I am taking Oregon to cover 13 and a half. Okay. And they're in a good spot, man. You know, you want to lose early in college football. I don't remember the the score of that Oregon Georgia game in week just, one. Just I think beat they forty nine three. Yeah, or? they killed yeah. them. But it don't matter now. <laughs> I know. I know. Now I think it could. I think it could keep Oregon out of the out of the playoff. I don't think it might necessarily be right because if Oregon runs the table, that means they beat. They will beat. Uh, they've US, already beaten UCLA. USC. That mean, they'd be beat USC. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, um, I guess Oregon State in the in you know their A sexy BYU team smoked them the, exactly, and then you got to win the Pac-12 championship game, which is no longer there's no longer divisions, so you'll play the number two team, which would probably be what most likely uh, USC Utah or USC well, winner of USC UCLA. Yeah, and, and and Oregon actually hosts Utah next weekend too. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, that was the team I was thinking of. Yeah, right. So if they run the table, then they would have to be considered. Yeah, depending on who all loses, and that's a good segue there because, and I love the story. I love what they've done this year, um, but TCU. I, I, if it's not this weekend, I think they're going to lose a game. Now, they're number four in the country, and they're seven-point dogs this mm-hmm. weekend at number 18, Texas, over under 64.5. TCU, great offense, good defense. Uh, they don't turn it over. And Texas is 6-3, and three, sitting there as a touchdown favorite. You know, why are they favored by seven? Well, I'll tell you why. They're on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, they're good. It is in Austin. That's huge, I think. I think we're going to see a shootout for the ages here, actually. The over-under 64.5, I think we're going to near that, you know, the beginning of the third quarter. You know, I do like – this is one of those lines where you say, now, wait a minute, they're number four in the country and they're seven-point dogs at Texas? Yeah, give me Texas. I think Texas covers that, and I think the over hits. Okay, once again, we're going to differ on the over-under. I think they're going to go under 64.5. I also think that Texas does cover the seven points. I think this is is it for – TCU. Yep. God bless them. They did not look that impressive last week against Texas Tech. <laughs> and once they got it going, you know, help me because I had Tech to cover. I mean, I had uh, TCU to cover. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell, three quarters of that game, they were not covering. They were losing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I am not as enthralled with Texas yet as, as other teams. Schools are. Yeah. I will say that going to Manhattan and winning is not the easiest thing in the world. And you almost beat Bam up, but how good does that really but look how right does that, How does that look? And that was early in the season. Mm-hmm. So I think Texas shows up, makes their statement to the country. TCU's not good on the road. Yeah, that we're, we're, we're back or we're, see, we told you so, we're better than TCU. Mm-hmm. All right, and then, you know. Then you go on the road a week later to take on that pesky Kansas football team. So, <laughs> no, I, I think Texas covers. Uh, hey, and you got the under two though, right? I got the under two. Okay. Yes, I do. And I got Texas and the over. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the Jayhawks, bowl eligible. Yes. Nice win last weekend. Nice win. Physical win. Ran the football. 
Um, being the uh, you know starting because uh, uh, Daniels was hurt, mm-hmm. finally played a pretty good all all the way around game. Um, 37-16. And they ran the football too. That game was all right. I think I texted you. We're we're twenty four seven at halftime, and I said like this game's a long way from over. Uh huh. And. They stopped Oklahoma State, and they got the ball, and they scored, and they made the score 31-7. And then I guess got to thinking to myself, I said, like, listen, unless Oklahoma State can slow them down running the football, they won't have enough possessions to catch up, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. It was the best defensive effort, I think. Of the season. Of the season. Yeah. Not, maybe not counting, you know, uh, the, the non-conference games. But, uh, you know, so, hey, the, the players themselves – not the kids, the fans, you know, run on the field again and take it down the goalpost. But the players themselves, if you saw them, there a couple of them were just bent over mm-hmm. and kind of in silence because you know you 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 still got some there that didn't win a game that went through a yeah it's a, emotional it's emotional yeah. so like wait a minute I went through a season and we didn't win a friggin' game mm-hmm. okay and you went through another season where they won what, what one one two right. So if you're like a, because you know with all the super senior and all that, there are kids on that team that went through no win season, one win season. Yeah, and now you win your sixth game, and you got a chance to win some more. But but just to know that you're going to play in a bowl game, I mean that was a, it was a cool thing. It's arguably the story of the year. I I think it in many ways it is. Yeah, and it still is resonating on um you know the college football shows. Yeah, uh, Rick Neuheisel always mentions Rock Chalk Jayhawk, just because. This is kind of the the coolest story out there. We can talk all we want to about Georgia, Tennessee, and blah, blah, you know, and all that. And look, look, they're powerhouse football programs. They're the ones that should get to play for the national championship when it's only four teams since we haven't expanded to 12. Mm -hmm. But just the idea that, man, this team was like nowhere. Over under one and a half. Yeah, and won two games last year. Mm -hmm. You know, and all of a sudden – they won six games. Yeah, I think uh, it may not even be close. I'll need to look up all the other main storylines, but it's got to be the story of the year. I think Illinois was right there until they lost last week. That's a good call. <laughs> that man, that wheel was blowing about 900 team. miles an hour. And, yep. Right. And as I tell people, like, let me tell you, one thing when there's turmoil, suspensions and all that, it's better to play on the road, one. Two, traveling squad is much smaller than your sideline squad mm-hmm. at a home game. So you're taking your 65 best. Maybe you could take 70. Now, I don't know. But you're taking 65 best. And if some of your suspended guys, maybe they would have traveled. Yeah. But maybe they were, like, third-team depth. And right. so you said, we're just, hey, look, we're just going to have to, like, get by with two running backs. We're going to have to get by with no fullback. Mm-hmm. And, and other players smell that and seize that opportunity. Yeah. Like, listen, this is my time now. Right. Now, I will tell you this. They, Illinois gets the interception. They score a touchdown. I'm thinking, man, they're going to blow Michigan State right on out this stadium. Mm-hmm. And maybe Illinois thought that. Yeah, and they got an interesting one this weekend because they host Purdue. We'll get to that in a minute. All so, right. the Jayhawks, uh, three-and-a-half-point dogs um, in Lubbock. Uh, you mentioned the run. Uh, Texas Tech is really bad when they can't stop the run. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Kansas is going to generate enough of a rushing attack that we're going to a rushing attack that we're going to get to sixty four and a half. I actually love, and I think both teams force a lot of turnovers. Yeah, they do. I'm looking at the stats here. Mm-hmm. I love the under in this one. I think sixty four and a half is way too much. 
I really like the under in this one. And this is kind of a last-minute thing here that I'm going to throw in there. But I'm going to take Kansas as well with the points. So give me the under and Kansas. All right. Well, then we, we are, we're unanimous on that one. Okay. I'm going to uh, – it's, it's a little bit more putting, putting faith in KU. I liked the way that they were able to physically run the football. Mm-hmm. And I think that they can do that again. And I think that that puts them in a situation where they can be in control of the football game. Yeah. And I, I, I believe that they believe. And I think that's a powerful thing. And the way that they played from the coin toss to the end of the game last Saturday kind of told me that the three losses in a row didn't, didn't put them off. Yeah. And at the, the Daniels' absence for the second half of the TCU game, and then you go to Oklahoma – and then you go to Baylor. Those are hard games to win, and they did win them, but they got back in the game against Baylor after getting blown out, and it's I think they got their feet underneath them against Baylor. Mm-hmm. Then they got their bye week. Yep. Then they did what they did against Oklahoma State, and I think they're, I think they're very confident. They are. I'm mm-hmm. actually surprised they're not ranked right now. Uh-huh. I think that they have to beat um, their other Texas Tech. I, I honestly said they're not going to be ranked. They're going to get some votes, but I so they, they're not going to be ranked this week. But if they go down here and beat Texas Tech, and then, you know, when you saddle in who loses, you know, between like 19 and 25 in this coming week, if if Kansas can win, I think they'll be ranked again. And I, it, it's funny that I would just assume go to Memphis um, because it's close and drivable, yeah. you know, and it would be fun. And they're going to be traveling this year, the yeah, fans. Yeah, and there'll the be season. a lot of us there. Um, if we win a seventh game, now all of a sudden Florida, you know, a warmer spot comes into play. Yeah, and this is a, yeah, this is a big game for them because they they host Texas as you mentioned on the nineteenth, and and they're number eighteen in the country. And then you go to Manhattan, which is a rivalry game, and they're number nineteen in the country. I know this is irrelevant. This game is big for them. But if we were already a couple years down the road and they were doing the the the, the twelve teams get in, yeah. If Kansas were to run the table on these last three games, it would be close. Well, if if Kansas, what, let's say they do. Let's say they win these three games. Big if, big if. And I'm no. I'm just saying if. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it will happen. Right. Okay. If if they were to win these three games, top fifteen. They also, depending on whether or not, like you know, if TCU was to lose to Texas, mm-hmm. all right, and KU won out, now it would probably because KU would beat. K State, and you already have a win over Oklahoma State. Yeah, KU would be in the mix to play in the Big Twelve Championship game, and that's yeah. just—I mean, think it's about that. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Surreal. Now, I think I, I forget who would have to lose a game that they probably are not going to lose for that to happen. Could have been Baylor. Yes, you know. Or I was going to say maybe TCU because. They beat us, and Baylor beat us. So we'd have yeah. to, in other words, we would have to have the tiebreaker over them, which mm-hmm. would mean they would just have to flat out lose. Right. And so it probably isn't going to happen. But I mean, we would be in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a big one from that right. for them. But anyway, I am going to. We're the same. I'm. I'm. I'm going to take those three and a half points that TCU that uh, Tech is giving me. I think it's going to be an under. This could also be one, kind of like last week. Um, if if. KU could lose by a point, could lose by two points, and we would still, you know, they would cover. Cover, yeah. Three and a half is more than a field goal. So, 
Hey, by the way, this is completely off topic, but I just, as I pulled up the ESPN page here, I accidentally went to the baseball page. Did you actually put some action on the Phillies? You said you were going to. No, I did not. Oh, you didn't pull the trigger. No, and I did not. Down a fair amount. No, I I oh. did not because it was still it was still like it was like they might go to World Series, you know, like right. Yeah. Well, you save some money. No, I save some money. <laughs> I save some money. Although I I was it the um. I'm still mad at myself from three. I guess it was three weeks ago. With with what Missouri? Oh, remember I sat here and told you. Said like Missouri's gonna like. I forgot what game it was. And I forgot what side of it I was on, but I was convinced. I said, "Man, all I got to do is South go. Carolina." I said, "All I got to do is go over here and just put some money because I, I, Missouri's going to do this or do that or whatever." I forgot, but it was the one I was kicking myself about. Was this that was about three won, weeks when ago? They won at South Carolina? No, it wasn't that one. It was. Um, well, it wouldn't have been Kentucky because they lost that one. Right, and um, yeah, that was last week. And yeah, once again, once again, Missouri figures out a way to uh, foil my <laughs> confidence in them. Well, speaking of them, yeah. Uh, I think that it's it's senior day in Knoxville. I think they get absolutely smoked. It opened at twenty and a half, down to seventeen and a half. Give me Tennessee to cover seventeen and a half all day, and give me the over as well, over fifty six and a half. Mizzou's got a good secondary, but I think Hendon Hooker just has a field day here. Um, Tennessee's upset. Um, I feel sorry for Mizzou in this one. So give me Tennessee and the over, Alvin. Okay, I at twenty point five. I was going to take Missouri seventeen five. It kind of changes my mind, but I'm going to tell you what, Marty. I am going to stick with the Missouri Tigers. I'm going to take my seventeen and a half, but I'm also going with the under on fifty six five. I think I think Tennessee. I'm going with the over though. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, all you're right. going the under though. I'm going with the under. Okay, because I think I think Tennessee is is. In the doldrums. Mm-hmm. And I think Missouri Missouri could have beat Kentucky. Obviously, we all know yeah. that. Um, that was the correct call on the punt. I know as crazy as that sounds, I've seen that before. Like, it, it doesn't matter that the ball's skipping around. He picks it up. As soon as he – if he sets himself and punts the football and you don't tip it, block it, you still can't take the guy out. His legs. It's – you know, it would have been like um, running into the kicker if you, like – just bang into him, but if you hit his lower leg before the foot plant foot comes down, that's a penalty. Right. Regardless of what led up to the punt. Yeah. So Alvin, they're gonna be two and five after this weekend and four and six overall. Four and six overall. And they play New Mexico State, they'll be five and six. And that Arkansas game's a coin flip. Yeah, uh, they're gonna hit the under probably in which Vegas had him. I think overall this year five and a half was the over under, um, and then that suddenly next year sets up uh, sets up. He he's on the warm seat. Well, um, he got a contract extension. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he did. <laughs> he's 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 a, he technically he's under contract till twenty twenty seven. Now these things all depend on the buyout. You know, like wait, well, what is his buyout? Because I I can't see them keeping him. If they stink next year, what was the extension to? Like twenty? I guess he was. I think he was. I think he was under contract till twenty five, maybe with a school option. So the two would put him under contract. I'm reading it until twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I didn't quite get that one either. I missed that one. Yeah. That's why I was watching the. Kids. And I guess technically, all right, the powers of beast are like it's he. Look, how are you going to recruit if all the kids think he's going to get fired next year? How in God's name did they extend him to 27? I And gave him a pay raise. Oh, my gosh. 
Wow. I thought he was going to get the axe next year. I mean, I thought he he still might. Marty, if they if they if they were to not make a bowl game next year and be bad, how do you keep him? Well, you keep him till twenty seven with the, with the with well the at least. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, dude, we're talking about twenty three next year. Oh my God, I can't believe twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven. But it just depends on the buyout. Wow, I'd have to see what that is because if the buyout is like five million dollars, then you just fire him. I'm just stunned right now. I, when I heard it, I was kind of stunned too. I would have at least waited to see what he did this season. Yeah. How are you going to go ahead and give him the extent? I mean, the season. Oh, my God. Yeah. I I don't all know. Right. I just and, got, all right. You're five and six, and you host Arkansas. Or is the game at Fayetteville? No, it's in Columbia. You can say that's toss-up. Yeah. Ain't no telling where Arkansas is. Although, people ain't giving Arkansas no chance this week. Alvin is. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> good segue. You like um, you like uh, Arkansas plus three? Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm giving the three to Arkansas. LSU might have to score a touchdown on the last drive of the game to cover that three. Okay, so I think you, Arkansas is going to play them a tough football game. I really do. You got a feel for the over under? I'm an under. All right. LSU didn't score that many points against Alabama. You know, it seems like they did, but. Alabama turned the ball over, doing stupid stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't seem like an Alabama team. That's that's why they're losing these games. Yeah, and I read a big story the other a uh, couple of days ago about LSU and the timing of this game, and they're oh, yeah, and they're not used to playing like they never play eleven a.m. Central and, games, and they play. You played a night game against Alabama, and you're playing at eleven o'clock in the morning, yeah, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, less less than a week later. It's almost like an entire day less. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm looking at my notes here. I, I like the under in this one. Um, I'm really not comfortable in picking um, a team in this one. I do hope uh, your pick hits, though. Um, so I'm going to take the under in this one. And I will say this, as much as I dislike Brian Kelly, they've really turned things around. And the fact that they're at where they're at right now, number seven in the country on November 11th, is pretty pretty damn amazing. I, I don't think they should be ranked that high, quite frankly. I think this is some SEC bias and some LSU is is ranked higher than they actually should be. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of teams on there that would be that would beat LSU. I, I think I go back to LSU getting spanked at home by Tennessee – you lost to Florida, Florida State, State week one. Week one. Mm-hmm. I I'm not all that sold on LSU. I think this is more of the conference they play in. Oh, and they beat Alabama. Okay, well, all right. <sighs> and Alabama, a good transition. Alabama's they're not Alabama. We haven't seen this in quite a while um, with the two losses. And they go to the Grove. They go to Oxford. It opened at eight and a half. Now it's an eleven and a half. Bama's favored. Give me Ole Miss in this one. They're down. I think they get. I think they step on their throat, um, and we haven't seen them down like this in a while. Um, I think Ole Miss could potentially win this game too. So if you're thinking of a money line bet, you know, even if it's a small one, I really like Ole Miss in this one, and I like the over as well. Okay, I, I'm taking Ole Miss. I'm going to take my 11 and a half points. I'm a pass on the over under because one for one thing, I I just not sure. Let's put it this way. If Alabama covers the 11 and a half, mm-hmm. they'll really cover the 11 and a half. Right. If Ole Miss covers, I still think that the key to that will be Ole Miss will um, exploit Alabama's defense. Yeah. So 
I can't really come to a conclusion on an over-under mm-hmm. because I think Alabama, you know, um, let's say Alabama wins. I think they score points and hold Mississippi down. Mm-hmm. So that could be the under. But if Mississippi covers, then I think both teams have scored some points. Yeah. So that, that'd be the over. So I'm passing on that. I'll tell you, we got an intriguing affair here. I'll see if you agree with me. In Starkville, open at 18.5. Now it's only 16.5. Georgia coming off that high, off that win. Sneaky, tough game potentially. Tough place to play with the Cowbells. 16.5 point favorites. 53.5 is the over-under. It's gone up a couple points. I think we see a little bit of a letdown here, Alvin. I love the under in this game. Um, You know, I think Georgia's going to shut down Mississippi State's passing game, but on offense, Georgia's has some issues in some games this year where they've struggled. I could see a letdown after last weekend, a little bit of a sloppy affair. I like the under in this one, but I'm only going to stick with the under. I'm not going to take a team. I'll take the under in this one. I think the Georgia that played Missouri shows up not as bad. I'm taking Mississippi State. I'm going to take my 16.5, but I'm also going to play the under. Okay. Mississippi State and the under. Yes. I wonder who Georgia's got after this game. I'm going to have to look that up real quick. And, and as I said, as we were opening the show, how, how many points did Georgia score last week? 27. Okay, yeah, and you said, like, oh, they just dominated. We said like, well, then why didn't they score more points? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they dominated. Yeah, Tennessee wasn't going anywhere on offense, but how many points did Georgia have? 27? Okay. Yeah. And then folks down there get to ring them damn cowbells. We, <laughs> you ever been we, there, Starkville? No, but they, we played them in the bowl game when I was in college. Oh, really? In Birmingham, Alabama. So it was close enough that, oh, their fans and their cowbells came. <laughs> Start hearing those in your oh, dreams. Man. Huh? And, you know, they have a, you know, they have a, a, a um, like, bell rules now. Because you're not supposed to be able to have noisemakers. Oh, I didn't know there was rules. And so they have, at, at home games, they can't just be clanging them like, all game, all, all game. They, you could clang them. I think until the to the uh, play clock gets down to ten seconds or something like that. And uh, one of the guys on uh, Full Ride, a show on ESPNU, was saying like, you know, that's almost as dramatic as them ringing the bells because like the bells are just clanging and you can't hear yourself. And then like about five seconds before you run the play, they stop. And it's almost like your brain, you're on <laughs> offense. It's like that's weird, man. It's like weird, yeah. So now them folks are gonna show up loaded for bear, you know, thinking that hey, we are gonna be the talk of the nation because we're gonna put down the number one team in the nation. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. My, my head is still foggy on that drink of what's <laughs> I can't get that out of my mind now. I thought there would be more uproar myself. Now, if you read the comments afterward, there are people saying, like, I just don't get this. But there were just as many said, like, you got to do it because of recruiting and this and that. And, I, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's a bad coach. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve an extension. But not now. I don't – I mean, you're, you wait till the season's over. You wait till the season's over. Or at least, hey, dude, you got to – you know, we got to come out smoking next year, and then we'll talk about an extension. Yeah, right but now? what if they're bad next year? That's my that's that's my point. And they could be. And they Very could well. be. We'd have to look at their schedule also, because maybe they see a whole bunch of wins on there. <laughs> well, let's look at it real quick before we get into the last game. Actually, let's go to the last game real quick. Right. And then I'm going to look at Mizzou's schedule. The Illini, um, they host Purdue. 
uh, last weekend, not good in Champaign. Any hopes and dreams you had, you know, of, you know, running the table, all that, you know, well, not running the table, but only finishing with, you know, one loss because of Indiana, which they should have won that game. And they should have won that game, right. Uh, Sparty comes to town. They take and care the wind comes to town. And, and it was bad. And here's the part that, that really got me. Okay. Illinois turned the ball over one time, gave him a short field twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the guy missed the punt because he said the the wind blew the ball before his foot hit it. Just just rickety stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Michigan State scored two touchdowns going into the face of this like 60 mile an hour wind. Yeah. That's inexcusable. And that's inexcusable. And they did it on passes. And they blasted the quarterback both times. Mm-hmm. But he got the ball out there into this stiff wind and scored touchdowns. Yeah. And it was almost like Illinois let's seemed like they were in panic mode way too early in that game. That was a trap game, man. That was a scary one. Right. And now first place in Big Ten West is on the line here. Um, Purdue, now, they're six-and-a-half-point underdogs. They just lost 24-3 to to Iowa. Now, say what you want about Iowa. That defense is pretty solid. Um, Purdue's got a good quarterback, a lot of weapons. I really love the over in this one, 44-and-a-half. I think both teams can score here. I'm going to stay away from the point spread because I really don't have a read on this one at all, even after researching it for a while. I love just the over in this one, over 44 and a half. What do you think? I'm I'm going to take Illinois. I'm going to give Purdue that six and a half. Iowa, great defense or not, Purdue looked terrible. (laughs) Purdue might show up that Mm -hmm. did not play on Saturday, but, man, based on that game, Marty, I have to – in Illinois, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta give that six and a half to Purdue because Purdue looked flat, awful. Purdue looked like they didn't want to be out there playing Iowa. Did you say the over as well? I, oh yeah, I'm going with the, uh, I'm going with the over on 44 and a half. Yeah, yeah, they looked horrible against Iowa. <laughs> and, and I just don't know what to say. I look tough defense and all that, but um, and it was a home game too. That was the thing. Yeah, I mean, you just let Iowa just come in there and just, just walked a dog on you mm-hmm. i'm like come on purdue seriously all right alvin i'm looking at uh that schedule from mizzou next year you win the first game south dakota at home okay one and oh you win the second game at home middle tennessee state all right yeah two I'm, and oh I'm, yeah then you got an intriguing game week three kansas state comes to columbia I, I, you know, it, who lost I mean, what? Yeah, you know, like who who lost what? Yeah, from from K State. What does Missouri bring them back? I mean, that won't they still have this quarterback conundrum? Yeah, but and what happens with Burden? Yeah, and, but my thing is that the the games that you played at home this year were the ones that you will play on the road next year, right? And that makes your that makes Missouri's schedule tougher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, granted, you'll get to play South Carolina at home. Yep. But you play Kentucky on the road. Yep. You play Georgia on the road, which you know won't be no upset or anything about that. You'll play Arkansas on the road. You'll play um, Tennessee at home, but they'll still beat you. You know, it's that it's it's that Kentucky game host the Gators in that Arkansas game. Yeah. That now those games are on the road instead of home. Mm-hmm. And that's man, that's those are a lot tougher to win. Yeah, depends on what Florida is, but don't you have to say Florida beats Missouri yeah. next year in a football game? Yeah, even though it's doing in good recruiting wise. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you're you're gonna you're you're gonna be hard pressed to go 500 in the SEC. Yeah, and wow. is that enough to keep your coach around? 
Maybe they'll Apparently fold. it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. What'd you say? We're talking after the fact. The man already got They backed it. up the Brinks truck. <laughs> so you're staying here until 27. Uh, Get used to that uh, Shakespeare's pizza. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my Lord. All right, Alvin. College basketball is here. We were talking before we hopped on air about all the upsets on uh, Tuesday. Uh, we got a big one tonight. This is, um, you know, just as a side note, it's on the battleship in San Diego. An unranked sparty team unranked for the first time in forever goes against a team that many think will cut down the nets this year gonzaga either them or north carolina this is only an 11 and a half point mm. spread i'm just saying guys i really like gonzaga to just blow the doors off michigan state tonight but i'm glad college hoops is back oh I, absolutely i think michigan state hangs in there mm-hmm. uh Izzo will play a tough physical game veterans day you're on the aircraft carrier gonzaga talking some nonsense about coming to the big 12 conference and they said like, you think you're gonna run rough shot over that action okay my boy uh, down in west virginia already he spoke up the second that that Oh, Huggy Bear? Huggy said, like, uh, I, they, he basically, to paraphrase, said, like, I don't think they understand what they're getting into. <laughs> like, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. That, hey. that, that's, a, that's a whole other bear. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Every, every game is hard mm-hmm. in our conference. Yep. There, there, there isn't a, just a, a bad team out there, although somebody got beat last night and handled had no business getting beat Who? In, in the Big 12. Uh, oh, Carbondale. They Carbondale won at Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. But somebody else lost. Either, one of the, either Texas Tech or somebody else got beat. Last night? Yep. <laughs> look up the... Big 12 scores real quick. I'm going to look up. Yeah. Uh, somebody uh, got beat last night, didn't have any business. A Big 12? Yep. One of the uh, Oklahoma State got beat by Carbondale. No, that was it. All right, go but It must have been a different... Um, was it top twenty-five or just Division One? No, just Division One. Okay, it was either Texas A&M or Texas Tech. Or oh, you know what? Not uh, A&M. No. Maybe it was A&M. So maybe it wasn't a Big Twelve. Texas school. Tech won. Well, I don't know. We'll just look them over here. But uh, yeah, Hug- I agree with Huggins on that one. Actually, right now, would it be would it be cool to have Gonzaga play in the conference? Yes, it would. And now I'm not going all conspiracy theory on you here. Yeah. But man, Gonzaga coming to the mid Midwest Big Twelve could be a signal that somebody's leaving the Big Twelve, the Jayhawks, and could end up in the Big Ten. Gonzaga oh is your team that now replaces KU basketball wise. If KU went, oh man, if they went to the Big Ten, holy smokes! If KU, if if all right, KU is going to a bowl game this year. If KU goes to a bowl game next year. And were to win seven games, eight games, or whatever. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, like you're just not a doormat anymore. Mm-hmm. And we got Rutgers, we got Maryland. You know, they go to bowl game every four or five years, something like that. Yeah, it's just like we'll, what we're doing is we're adding another team like that, plus one of the top five blue bloods in basketball in the country. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, Big Ten really can make that claim that we are maybe the top basketball conference in the country. They make that claim all the time. Then the, then the tournament starts, and the 10 teams that got in are down to three before, you know, we can get to Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Would you like them to go to the Big Ten? Yes, I would, only because I I would like to be part of absolute positive stability. Mm-hmm. I do like the contract that the Big 12 – signed with the tv networks that brings more money that brings more stability but at the same time i just i would like to be in a home where i know that would be 
be the home. Purely selfish from KU. Yep. Uh, by the way, I have no problem with staying in the Big 12 Conference. Right. None whatsoever. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. All right, my man. Thanks for joining me. Cool, man. Enjoy the games this weekend. You got any big plans this weekend? No, man. Not None at all whatsoever. Uh, first kind of cold weekend that we'll, we'll we'll have in the season so he's here man old man winners yeah here, so nothing he? but 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 sitting there watching some college football on saturday um i think we are uh mid, no a night game six o'clock game i think so i'll have all day for six KU. o'clock this week I think KU, yeah uh-huh okay so so the tech game is a, is a night game i'm going i'm i'm gonna go next week uh senior day senior night against texas but they are not going to announce the game time until after this week's slate of games are over oh so you're going next week oh yeah i'm going getting my getting my letter jacket jack clean marty okay (laughs) all right you're gonna have to send me a selfie in that jacket oh definitely man my wife said can you still get it on i said like yeah believe it or not it fits like the sleeves like um you know like where the 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 uh cloth on the the sleeve area is it's leather uh, leather sleeves uh-huh. but down at the bottom it's it's a uh, like heavy cloth and instead of being folded over i have to like extend that all the way right uh but it still fits but it good. still fits yeah so i i'll be proud to wear it right on right all right my man thanks marty good catching up talk all to right, you guys man. thank soon. you guys for uh checking us out we do appreciate it maybe we don't say that enough but i know that people are tuning into the podcast and it's cool yeah and i hope we're entertaining you and if you have faith in us We've made you some money so far. Absolutely. (laughs) Well said, Alvin. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.